0: Hi, this is Joel and Victoria. Thanks for listening to our podcast and thanks for supporting the ministry. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? We appreciate you and pray for God's very best in your life. Well, God bless you. Always a joy to come into your homes. If you're ever in our area, please stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you, we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks so much for tuning in and thank you again for coming out. I like to start with something funny and of course, this is not doctrinally correct. It's just to make us laugh, but I heard about these three men, a Baptist, a Catholic, and a charismatic. They died and went to heaven on the same day. Saint Peter said, I'm sorry men, but your rooms are not available yet. He didn't know quite what to do, so he decided to call Satan to see if he would keep them for a little while. (laughs) Satan reluctantly agreed. In a few hours, Satan called back and said, Peter, you got to come get these guys. The Baptist man is saving everybody. The Catholic man is forgiving everybody. And the charismatic has already raised enough money for air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up your Bibles. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about a no-stick anointing. In life, we all have to deal with negative comments, disrespect, and people that are critical. No matter how good of a person you are, somebody won't understand you. Somebody will make fun of you. Somebody will try to lessen your importance. Maybe a coworker. It's not so much what they say, but how they say it. Always condescending, like you're not smart enough. Maybe it's a relative. They celebrate everyone in the family, but they would never give you one single compliment. Too often, we respond the wrong way. We get offended and we let that sour our day. But Psalm 45, seven says that God has anointed us with the oil of joy. When you're oiled up, nothing can stick to you. I call it a no-stick anointing. That means when the disrespect comes, it doesn't have to attach itself. You can choose to either hold on to it, let it sour your life, or you can let it slide right off of you and not give it the time of day. That coworker that's talking behind your back, you could get in there and try to straighten them out. No, when you have the no-stick anointing, you realize your time is too valuable. You are not who they say you are. You are who God says you are. That relative that leaves you out on purpose, you could be offended. You could let that change who you are. No, you're like a Teflon pan. Nothing can stick to you. Somebody gossiping about you, no big deal. God will fight my battles. Somebody talking about you, trying to make you look bad. That's all right. God is my vindicator. That family member left you out again, trying to belittle you. I'm not worried. What God lifts up, no person can push down. We have a cooking product here in America called Pan. Comes in an aerosol can. You spray it on a pan before you cook. That way nothing will stick to it. Well, every morning before you leave the house, you need to spray on your pan, so to speak. (laughs) Father, thank you that nothing will stick to me today. No matter what people say, no matter what they do or don't do, I'm not going to be offended. I'm not going to get upset. I'm going to stay in peace and enjoy this day. You have to make up your mind at the start of the day that nothing that comes your way is going to steal your joy. I read about this man and his friend. They were walking down the street to buy a newspaper early in the morning. When they got to the corner The clerk in the little newsstand was very rude, very inconsiderate. The man bought the paper and said, as friendly as can be, I hope you have a great day today. As they were leaving, the friend said, is the clerk always that rude? The man said, every morning. He said, well, are you always that friendly? He said, every single morning. The friend was kind of puzzled. He said, why? He said, because I've made up my mind, I'm not going to let one person ruin my day. Just like him, you've got to have a made up mind. You're not going to let one negative comment, one disrespectful co-worker, one classmate that's making fun of you to ruin your day. No, decide ahead of time, I'm going to spray my Pam on before I leave. I've got this no stick anointing, any disrespect, any negative comments going to slide right off of me. Not going to give it the time of day. One time in the scripture, this prophet was walking down the street with some of his men. And This young man came out and started criticizing him, making these very negative, disrespectful comments. And as they continued to walk, this young man followed them. Just kept pestering them, badgering them, very annoying. Finally, one of the men said to the prophet, do you want us to go shut that young man up? We are tired of listening to him. The prophet made a very insightful comment. He said, no, let him keep talking. Maybe God will hear him and bless me for it. That's the attitude we should have. Somebody talking about you, trying to make you look bad, don't get upset. Don't lose your cool. The more they talk, the more God's going to bless you. They're trying to push you down. God's going to use them to lift you up higher. When I first started ministering back in 1999, some people made fun of me because I smile so much. I've been smiling my whole life. This is natural to me. My earliest baby picture, six months old, I got a big smile on my face. And you would think people would be glad that you're happy, but there will always be people that don't understand you. People that are critical. You have to be strong enough in who God made you to be that you don't let these negative comments change who you are. If you succumb to that pressure and you try to adapt to their comments, to fit into their mold, to please every person, all that's going to do is keep you from your destiny. And some people, they don't even know you. They've never spent time with you, never been to dinner together. They've never heard your heart, yet they've already judged you from a distance and decided what they don't like about you and what you need to change and what's wrong. Now, don't make the mistake of taking that personally. They don't even know you. They just work in the same office complex or they just attend the same class. You just see them at the mall every once in a while. Don't let their opinion make you feel less about yourself. Your attitude should be, you don't even know me. If you knew me, you would like me. If you knew me, you would want to be my friend. Now I heard these comments. Joel smiles too much. He's so happy. What's wrong with him? And I was new to all this, being in front of people and I was kind of insecure and my first thought was, maybe I need to change. Maybe I need to be more serious. But one day I learned what I'm telling you. You're never going to please everyone. You might as well be who God made you to be. I put on that no-stick anointing. Let those negative comments slide right off of me. Didn't give them the time of day. Now when people tell me I smile too much, I just (laughs) smile even more. People will always find some reason to be critical. They'll always find something to make fun of you about. If you're not secure and you dwell on these comments, it'll change who you are. But God made you like you are on purpose. God gave you your smile. Wear it well. God gave you your personality, your nationality, your looks, your style. Quit worrying about what other people think and just be who God made you to be. If you will run your race, I can assure you, God will take care of your critics. You don't have to fit into their mold. You don't have to argue with them, try to convince them that you're okay. Just be who God made you to be and God will take care of your enemies. This is what Elisha did. He was traveling from Jericho to Bethel and along the way, this group of young men came out and started making fun of him because he was bald. 2 Kings 2.23 says, they started mocking him saying, go bald head, go. Go bald head, go. Elisha didn't go over and fight with them. He didn't start thinking oh, something wrong with me. I'm inferior I don't have any hair on my head. No, he just kept doing what God called him to do And as those young men were mocking him the scripture says two bears came out of the woods and tore them to pieces That teaches me two lessons number one. Don't ever make fun of bald people <clears throat> number two seriously God will fight your battles. God will take care of the people who are making fun of you. God hears the disrespect. He hears the hurtful, negative comments, and God will not allow one of his children to be continually disrespected. You may go through a season that's not fair. People are pushing you down, making you look bad, but that season will come to an end. God will vindicate you. Now you do your part and keep the no-stick anointing on. Let those comments slide right off of you. Don't give them the time of day and God will do His part. He'll take care of those who are trying to push you down. When the prophet Samuel went to Jesse's house to choose one of his sons as the next king of Israel, Jesse lined up all of his sons except David. There were six young men standing in front of Samuel He looked at each of them one by one. Finally said, Jesse, it's none of these. Do you have another son? Jesse said, yes, I have a son named David. He's taking care of my sheep. I didn't bring him in. He's the youngest. He's kind of small. He's not real talented. He's not quite as sharp as his brothers. David was shown disrespect by his own father. The good news is God's calling on your life cannot be stopped by people. And I say this respectfully, but it doesn't matter what a parent has said about you. It doesn't matter what a friend said, what a teacher said, what a spouse said, what a coach said. All that matters is what God says. You may have had negative words spoken over you, but that disrespect, that lack of judgment cannot stop God's plan for your life. Samuel took one look at David and he said, that's who I'm looking for. That's the next king of Israel. I'm sure Jesse, his father, nearly passed out. Thinking, are you sure, Samuel? My other sons are so much bigger, stronger, more talented. No, God doesn't judge by the outside. God looks on the inside. People will judge you by your appearance, your nationality, what family you come from. God looks past the superficial things and he sees the potential on the inside. God sees the seeds of greatness that he has placed within you. There's one thing when people you don't know very well are inconsiderate and dishonoring, but David was disrespected by his own family. His father didn't even bother enough to bring him in so at least Samuel could take a look at him. Another time, David's brothers tried to push him down. They were out on the battlefield in an important position. David was still a shepherd. David's father asked him to take his brother's lunch. When David got out there, one of his brothers said, David, what are you doing here? And with whom have you left those few sheep? In other words, David, you're not a warrior like us. You're not strong, talented. All you're doing is taking care of a few sheep. Anybody can do that. David was dishonored, disrespected by the people he loved the most. One reason David was a champion is he understood this principle. He had a no-stick anointing. He let those negative words go in one ear and out the other. He didn't make the mistake of dwelling on them, thinking, oh man, my own father thinks I'm not going to amount to anything. My brothers keep telling me I'm a loser, that I'm not talented. No, he let the disrespect, the judgment, the gossip slide right off of him. His attitude was I know who I am. I am a child of the Most High God. I am equipped, empowered, talented, strong, fearfully and wonderfully made. For a season, David was made fun of. For a season he was disrespected. But because he did the right thing, that season not only came to an end, but God paid him back for the disrespect. His brothers tried to push him down, but God used it to lift him up. David went out and defeated Goliath, and overnight, he became a national hero. Friends, God knows how to pay you back. He knows how to take care of your critics. If you will stay on the high road, God will always give you the last laugh. When it's all said and done, the people that were making fun of you So in seeds of strife, gossip, judgment, disrespect, they will see you promoted in a place of honor, fulfilling your destiny. God is a faithful God. Now quit letting what somebody said about you sour your day. Well, Joel, I'm stressed because my cousin's talking about me or my friend won't give me any credit A classmate's at school. They keep making fun of me. No, put on the no-stick anointing and let that slide right off of you. Like David, your day of vindication is coming. People don't control your destiny. What they say or do does not affect your future. God is in control. He has the final say. He's not only going to bring you out, But because of their comments, He's going to bring you out better. What they meant for harm, God's going to use to your advantage. Here's what I've learned the more success you have, the more opposition you will face. Everybody can't handle your success. All your family members, friends, relatives, they're not going to celebrate the favor on your life. They were fine as long as you were at the same level, but when you get promoted, instead of being happy for you, knowing that if God did it for you, he can do it for them, many times it stirs up jealousy. And if you don't have this no-stick anointing, you will get involved in battles that don't matter. You've got to let the criticism, the disrespectful comments slide right off of you. It may be difficult. What they're saying may be very hurtful, but God always gives you the grace for the season that you're in. You got to remind yourself, I have the power to overlook this insult. One of the greatest marks of maturity is to not be critical towards someone who is being critical of you. Human nature wants to get in there and fight that battle. They're talking behind my back. I'm going to talk behind their back. They're criticizing me. Let me tell you a few things I know about them. No, when you are critical of someone who is critical of you, you're letting their poison get on the inside. The scripture says Jesus did not answer his critics. He let it slide right off of him and he just kept running his race. He knew not everybody would understand him. Not everybody would like him, but that was okay. I heard Billy Graham telling about the first time he went over to England nearly 60 years ago. The press was very negative. They said, we don't need your religion over here. We don't need another minister. One reporter asked him very sarcastically, how can you even justify coming over here on a big ocean liner, a big ship, when Jesus rode a donkey everywhere he went? Billy Graham said, if you can find me a donkey that can walk on water, I'll buy it in a minute. Mm -hmm. Shake off the criticism. Everybody is not going to understand you. Everybody is not going to like you, and that's okay. You don't have to prove to them that you're all right. Do like Jesus and don't answer your critics. See, we get involved in many battles that we're not supposed to fight. When people are critical, disrespectful, that is simply a distraction. The coworker that's talking about you, you could easily spend all your time and energy Thinking about what they're saying. Trying to figure out how you can pay them back. Or how you can change their mind. No, that's a distraction. It's a battle you're not supposed to be engaged in. God has given us a solution. It's the no stick anointing. Let it slide right off of you. Don't think about it. Don't try to pay them back. Don't try to convince them that you're okay. Let it go and God will fight your battles. God has the right people in your future. You should not waste your valuable time continually trying to convince somebody to like you. Here's the key. Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Quit trying to win over a person that just tolerates you. They're not really for you. Deep down, the truth be known, they're kind of jealous of the gift God's given you. No matter what you do, they're not going to be 100% behind you. You may convince them for a little while, but as soon as you don't perform perfectly, they'll find something that you're doing wrong. That's like trying to ride a dead horse. It's time to dismount, get off, and move forward. Well, you say, Joel, if I do that, I may not have their approval. You don't need their approval. You have Almighty God's approval. If David would have sat around trying to win over all of his brothers... Convinced them to accept and approve him. He would have missed his destiny He was kind he was respectful, but he didn't worry about family members that did not like him You may have some relatives that are never going to celebrate you like they should They're never going to give you the respect that you deserve and that's hard But you have to accept the fact that you don't have to have their approval You don't need them cheering you on. Be kind, be respectful, but dig your heels in and say like David, I'm going to fulfill my destiny in spite of who is not behind me. The scripture says Jesus' own brothers didn't believe in him. That must have been difficult. Here he was out changing the world, opening blind eyes, raising people from the dead, and his own brothers wouldn't compliment him. Wouldn't give him any respect. He couldn't do any miracles in his hometown because they had Jesus in a box of who he used to be. They thought, this is Joseph's son. Nothing special about him. We know him. He's just a carpenter. They dismissed him. Didn't recognize his gift. Jesus didn't stay where he was tolerated. He didn't say, come on guys, I really am the Messiah You should see what I can do. I can turn water into wine. No, he knew they would never accept him. So he left where he was tolerated and went to where he was celebrated. Some of you are spending too much time trying to win people over that are never going to be won over. Maybe like Jesus, it's a family member, a relative. They should be for you, but they're not. Human nature longs for the approval. We long for the acceptance. But you cannot waste your time trying to get something from someone that they're never going to give you. You keep moving forward and you will come into the right people. People that God has ordained. People that will celebrate you. People that will be for you. I was talking to a lady in the lobby a while back and she comes from a very large family and she was so upset because One of her sisters doesn't like her. This has been going on for years and years. Really bothers her. She said, Joel, I don't understand it. I call her. I'm good to her. I go out of my way to be kind. But no matter what I do, she always finds fault with me. I told her what I'm telling you. You're never going to please everyone. The scripture says, as far as you can, live at peace with every person. Do you know some people don't want to have peace with you? They have their own issues that they're not dealing with. Now quit trying to win over somebody that doesn't want peace. You've done your part. You've gone the extra mile. Now just back away. If they don't want to have peace, it's not your problem, it's theirs. You are not responsible for somebody else's happiness. You're responsible for your own happiness. But if you go around trying to keep everybody happy, meet all their demands, went over their approval, the one person who is not going to be happy is you. Now I've learned, some people you have to love from a distance. They're your family. They're your relatives. Yes, you love them, but you can't be with them every day. They don't want to have peace with you. Now, don't frustrate yourself trying to make something happen that's never going to happen. And that's not being rude. That's not being disrespectful. That is being responsible with the gift God has given you. You have a responsibility to use your time, your energy, your emotions, your talent for the right purposes. You should not continually be trying to convince somebody to like you. When Jesus sent his disciples into the different cities, he knew not everybody would understand them. He knew some people would find fault and start to criticize. So he told them in Matthew 10, 14, when you go into a city, whoever will not accept you, when you leave that place, shake the dust off your feet. Notice he didn't say, try to win everybody over. Try to make sure they know that you're okay. No, he said, be kind, be respectful, but if they don't accept you, shake it off and move forward. Or he was saying, in effect, don't stay where you're tolerated. Don't try to win over all your critics. Don't try to convince all your family members to like you. Just shake it off and go where you're celebrated. In the book of Esther, there's a man by the name of Haman. He was the most powerful man in the empire beside the king. He had influence, authority, favor. When he walked by, people would bow down before him. But one person refused to show him respect one man refused to bow down. Haman got so angry, so upset that he couldn't sleep at night. All he could think about is how he could make this one man show him respect. Here he had the honor of the whole city, but he was so consumed by this one man that he lost his focus and got engaged in a battle that he wasn't supposed to fight. He got so off course, he not only lost his position but he ended up losing his life. What am I saying? Don't let one family member that won't show you respect cause you to lose your focus to where you spend all your time and energy trying to win them over. Don't let one neighbor, one coworker, one classmate cause you to get distracted and miss your destiny. If they won't respect you, shake it off. If they try to belittle you, shake it off. If they're finding fault, trying to make you look bad, shake it off. Your destiny is too great. Your assignment too important. Your time too valuable to let these negative comments, gossip, criticism weigh you down. It is simply a distraction. And Some of you are engaged in battles that you're not supposed to fight. Trying to win somebody over that's never going to be won over. It's time to shake it off and move forward. Don't stay where you're tolerated. Go where you're celebrated. You don't have to have their approval. You have almighty God's approval. Now I'm asking us today, every one of us before we leave the house, spray on the pan. Decide ahead of time, nothing that comes your way is going to sour your day. If you will keep this no stick anointing on, let any negative comments, the disrespect slide right off of you, then God will do for you what he did for the prophet. The more people talk, the higher God will take you. They're trying to push you down. God will use them to lift you up. Just like David, I believe and declare no person will keep you from your destiny. No disrespect will stop God's plan. No negative comment will hold you back. You will overcome every obstacle, defeat every enemy, and become everything God's created you to be. Amen. Do you receive it today?